All right, yes, we have returned, man. Y'all been asking us on the on the FB, on the IG. No doubt. Yeah, man, we ain't we're here, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we, you know, it's been it's been kind of a slow summer. I ain't gonna front, yeah. man. Like we usually have like one powerhouse fight or one at least one pay per view, but it's been kind of dr- there's boxing going on. Don't get it twisted, right. but you know what we're talking about big marquee fights. But uh, the fall's mapping out, and you know we'll talk about that in a few, but. Um. Yeah, we got some boxing this weekend, particularly in one fight. Ryan, the the return of King, quote unquote, Ryan Garcia facing yep. uh, Javier Fortuna on the app we all love, the Zone. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Coltrane uh, out on um on location. So right, uh, right, right. <laughs> <we're> popping, <fam. laughs> Reporting, you know what I mean? Satellite. <laughs> They used to call it satellite via satellite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that shit anymore, but yeah, I man. mean, yeah, so, yeah, so, man, yeah, I mean, it's where we are, yeah. You know, we're we're, we're kind of uh, you know already in two thousand in twenty twenty two, I should say, because we haven't we haven't done a show since what happened back in May. <laughs> Not that we're gonna dig deep into it, but you know. Yeah. Um, some interesting things have occurred in boxing as it concerns some of the right. key players, uh, you know, top pound for pound guys and things of such. And y'all know what we're talking about. But um, wow. one guy, and you know, I guess we'll segue real quick into this and we'll talk about some other stuff. But um, one guy that was tied to the guy who was talking, you know, throwing hints at Canelo Alvarez, you know, coming off that, well, he's going into this fall. The fight that, funny enough, what did we say? What were we saying all along was going to happen? <laughs> you know, Canelo Triple G3 happening uh, in September. And they train golf real quick. And, yeah, man, so we're, we're going to be seeing that. And the one fighter that is going to be fighting this weekend that was attached to Canelo Alvarez and, and the Reynosos and is that of Ryan Garcia, the Aragos train. You back? All right, word. Yeah, I'm back. All right, cool, cool. So I was saying, um, you know, speaking of Canelo Alvarez, one one dude that was attached to Canelo and team is gonna be fighting this weekend, and that of Ryan Garcia. Uh, but um, interesting, interestingly enough, I don't know if you caught some of the back and forth that's been going on with Canelo and with Ryan Garcia, where it's like you could kind of tell. You, you know how sometimes people, again, naturally try to be diplomatic about things when they're asked certain yeah. questions about certain people. And, you know, because they're attached in some kind of fashion, they, you, you want to, again, you want to be political, you want to be diplomatic and I say things. But obviously when there, there's a split, then the truth comes out. So, you know, did you, have you caught any of, of like the back yeah. and forth between Canelo and Ryan Garcia? I have, and it's, 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 it's right on brand for Ryan Garcia's brand. And it's, listen, you know, I, I think Canelo at the end of the day, to be fair, was trying to get a kid some game on the business and being a professional, you know what right. I mean? Like, whatever your opinion may be of Canelo, like, you know, nobody can, you know, question his professionalism, you know, other than the little, well, not little, it was the one blip, you know, with the, uh, the meat situation in Mexico, but outside of that, you know, what I mean, uh, the dude—he's an accomplished fighter. You know, um, been through all types of obstacles. You know, just you know, 
recently lost, obviously. So, you know, dealt with defeat before and won division, won championships at multiple weight classes and, you know, been through the trenches. You know, a guy that you would want to learn from. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think what happens is, and shout out to my guy, Iron Scribe, who always says this, a lot of these young fighters, they have a sense of entitlement that nobody can give them any type of constructive feedback and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's obviously some bitterness there. And then as it was the training aspect, you know, Reynoso was working with uh, Ryan Garcia. That didn't work out, you know, so he got with Dan Goosen and, uh, and then, you know, the, the back and forth started. He started throwing shade and shots at Canelo. And Canelo really didn't say anything back that's of noteworthy. It was just more so, you know, uh, you know, like standing his ground. Like, you know, you, if you're going to say X, Y, and Z about me, you know, I'm going to come back and say what I need to say type of situation. Right. But long story short, you know, it all comes down to, like, internet gossip that, really not going to go nowhere. And Ryan Garcia is, he lives on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, it's no, I don't know how, no other way to put it. You know what I mean? He lives, he lives online, basically. One of the biggest things that was coming from Canelo's was really the, the commitment or the lack thereof. Right. You know, and, and, and again, like with, with a lot of this generation, you know, you bring like, you know, shout to Iron Scribe. He's right, like, it, it, and it goes beyond even boxing, like the the, the sense of entitlement without having nice. really done anything, you know. So it's, you know, he, he's he's going to this fight with Javier Fortuna, who, look, I think he's somebody that over the years we've kind of like kept our eye on, but he's somebody that when he gets to the when when he gets to the stage, so to speak, right? It's like he just doesn't. You know, it, right? It doesn't work out for him. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean, in this instance, I just you know, it's I don't know. Like, I, I think we're all kind of on the same boat. Like, as far as Ryan Garcia is concerned, man, like I'm, I, the jury's still out on him for me, only because like we all, if we all, all we could go by is data, right? What we see, and. Coming off the Luke Campbell fight, which mind you, he got dropped, but he did get up. You know, I'll give right. him that. And he won by knockout. And then he went on that, you know, he had the mental health issue. And he comes back and he, he fought the, the, the dude, Emmanuel, to, uh, uh, to go. And was that like a performance that would scream like, wow, man, we're ready to see him at the next level? Maybe right. not. Why? And it's why we're seeing him. It's no disrespect to Javier Fortuna. But again, I think it's it's maybe a creep up from the last fight, but right. I don't know how I, much of a measuring stick it is, you know? It's again, it's 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 where we're at. And we was me and you was talking about this earlier. We were saying, but well, not early offline, we were just saying like the grassroots level of boxing is is so skewed. You know what I mean? Like it used to be a time where you fought all types of styles all comers, you know what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. like when these guys started getting at this level that they're at now. But now it's just like, you know, we're going to bring these guys along with kid gloves. You know, occasionally we'll put them in a guy you know, with, with a guy that's threatening like Luke Campbell. And then after that, like the last guy, like, come on, with all due respect, 
to the dude I can't remember his name. Ryan yeah, Garcia. To go, man, yeah, to go, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> there's some some amateurs with no professional records that would have been more, you know, more of a threat than that guy. You know what I mean? But so then you got Ryan, you know, constantly calling out the likes of Gervonta and you know Devin Haney. You know these guys are, you know, say what you want about Devin and and even Gervonta. You know they're fighting, you know, more worthy content. Now I'm not gonna put Roly on that level, but you know their level of opposition is way more. Yeah. You know, yeah. challenging than what anything Ryan Garcia has done as of late. Yep. So I don't know, bro. It's just, it's just. It's just a fight, I guess we gotta go through. You know, mm -hmm. the fight still gotta happen, you know what I mean? And you know, you can't count anybody out, but it's more so looking ahead to what's next, you know, for Ryan. Right. You know, you know, at some yeah. point you gotta take the gloves off and and he's online saying and we look, me and you, we on record saying that that's that's probably the biggest fight in boxing, not named Bud or Spence. Like that fight right there. Oh, the you know, tank and Ryan Garcia yeah. How funny would that be? <laughs> from a business, from a business perspective, that's big. That's big business. You know, what I mean, even though you and I both would pick Javante in that fight, probably by knockout, it's probably the biggest fight that can be made though for both guys. Mm -hmm. So that's why you know you and I both think that should be next. It's, Will it be? It, Who the yeah. Hell knows? <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny you, me you mentioned that, and that I guess. I'll segue into, you know, as far as Tank is concerned, you know, article came out where Floyd, you know, everybody, listen, at this stage, everybody's asking when Tank is going to get in with somebody at the very least in the top three, you know. Now, you we have an undisputed champion, but, you know, I think if you take, if you take 100 boxing fans that aren't going right. to show bias to one or the other, if you if you gave them a map of like let's just say five or six guys for Tank to fight, there's about two guys, two or three that I think would be a consensus of the crop of who we want to see Tank in there with. So it was interesting to read that um, you know Floyd, and again we're saying this in 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 the sense of us a couple of months ago being told that. Javante Davis and he was going to be splitting from Mayweather promotions where it's just like, I, I guess yeah. it's not happening, but nah, you and I, yeah, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. Floyd, you know, they asked Floyd, you know, like how everybody basically is, is like, when are, when is Tank going to get in there with somebody that, you know, we want to see him in there with, he basically said like Shakur and Haney should fight and right. not worry about Tank. And, and it's like we go back to square one. And, and I'm like, all right. And even Whoa. to the point, again, of Ryan Garcia, is there's this sense of entitlement, at least in the case for look, in the case of Javante Davis, is he is he on pay-per-view? Yeah. Is he doing a million buys? No. Is he no. doing good yeah. at the gate? Yeah. yeah. But this is still – we understand it's entertainment. All of us, we, we've been watching the sport a very long time. There is an entertainment aspect to this, but every single fighter goes through the same threshold as the concerns. If you want to be at a certain level in the sport, you still have to. And it's why, like, with guys like Jamel and, like, I, you can't be mad at them. Like, they went and they just, they did it. They did it. They fought the guys that were there. 
I think that's what we're suggesting with Tang. But like when we hear stuff like that, you just start to ponder, like what's the end game, or not even end game, but what's next? Now look, like to what you're saying, if they say, "Hey, let's do Ryan Garcia," while at one on one end we're like, "Where are the titles?" I think that's one of the rare instances that without the titles there would be like a mass amount of attention on that fight. I'm not suggesting millions and millions of buys, but it would do more pay-per-views than a lot of the contemporaries would be able to do today, ironically. Listen, man, and you know you 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 know how we feel about this subject and where people get 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 it twisted at is that they like rooting for rooting for the fighter instead of the promoter. Right. The business aspect of everything, like we all love Floyd, like you know. But at the end of the day, you know that was him as the fighter, and I'm not saying he's a bad promoter, but you know it's up to Floyd to put Javante in position for these fights. And look, they can say all they want, and that's the whole, you know, I'm gonna take my ball home so nobody can play mentality. You know, when you lose, and not not that Javante's losing. I'm not saying anything like that, but. Javante is losing in a sense where Devin Haney's is for for the unification bout. Um, and I heard Floyd say, you know what I would tell tell uh, Javante if you want those to fight belt, give them all back. So you ain't gotta pay the sanctioning fees. Right. Okay, yeah. that's all good and well. But see here's but see here's where I'll stop Floyd in in, in that res- in that regard. you you are Floyd, although you didn't have undisputed title, but you fought for titles. You're in the Hall of Fame. Your yeah. career is staked already. And there's footage out there. See, that's the thing about YouTube. What I love about it, you can go to it to pull up receipts. And somebody put a documentary together. It's very well done. A Floyd career. And Floyd is on the video after one of his fights calling out top rank for not getting him the best fights. He said, man, I'm tired of fighting these type of dudes. I want to fight the best guys that's in my division or guys in the division above me. You know, so Floyd wanted his career to be both ways. Javante career seemed to be going one way, where it's like, well, we just going to get get this kid paid, and he's going to be the number one traction at lightweight slash 140, wherever they got him fighting at. And Devin Haney, and it's funny that he brought up Shakur name. Shakur don't even fight at 135, but it goes to show right. you. When a name is brought up, then that means it's like, we know this is coming down the pipe. People are going to start questioning this fight. You know what I mean? And Shakur has been, he has been bringing Javante's name up a lot. But still, even when Shakur brings him up, you don't got to bring him up because he don't have nothing. Technically, Shakur don't have nothing to do with this. It's more yeah. so about that Haney. But I found it interesting that he brought Shakur's name up. Listen, at the end of the day, if that's what they're going to be, if he's going to be a more polished, exciting um, Edgar Berlinga, then let, and I'm good with that. Like, if that's what y'all gonna do, and it's going for Ryan Garcia too, if y'all gonna be these type guys, I'm good with that. Devin Haney, on the other hand, uh, Shakur, on the other hand, like they're more so in a the mindset they want to do both. Now Devin at first was kind of on that mindset, but he flipped the script and was like, "Listen, I want to be great. So in order for me to great, I gotta do business that might not make sense to the to the masses, but it makes sense for me in my immediate situation." You know what I mean? So all the groupie and fandom with Javante, because it, it all goes to Floyd. Mm-hmm. 
with all due respect, and I'm not going to say who this media outlet is and everybody knows who it is, you know, and I don't know this guy in particular. And, you know, I, I commend anybody that's doing this because, you know, it is a lot of hard work. Oh, we're not tied. I'm not tied to no fighters. You know what I mean? So I can give an honest assessment and an opinion. I don't give a damn who and whoever. Like, I'm going to give an honest assessment on the situation. And at the end of the day, Javante career is in Floyd's hand. So he's going to go far as Floyd allowed for him to go. And yeah. it's a tricky situation because even if he left Floyd, he still he still would have been with PBC. He still with Al Heyman. Right. And Floyd and Al Heyman are business partners. So unless he was leaving that camp completely, it was really never way he was never really leaving. So this is the hand he's in. Unfortunately for Javante, he's in a buds kind of a situation where he's on a cross, he's on the other side of the street with nobody to fight. You know, all his opponents is across the street. Yeah, and it's interesting so you brought up Floyd because Floyd did exactly that. Like, he was in a situation where he didn't like the fights he was getting, and he bought – he and, and, and he was in a worse situation than Tank, I guess, presumably is right now because he had to buy himself out of his contract. Yeah. You know, where, where yeah. Tank, as yeah. far as we know, can say, all right, I'm good, but – but yeah, but it, you know, it, he's tied to Al Haney. It's tricky. You know? So it's tricky. Yeah, it's a tricky situation for him, you know, and, and it's tough because he probably got to kind of, but you know, I mean, listen, we watch this sport for the best. This is the only sport where fans will say, oh, he don't have what? Yeah. How? Yeah. Who? Like, <laughs> we, and I'm telling you this, I'm going to be honest about this, and you probably agree with me, agree with me Roberto. If I grew up today being a fan, I probably wouldn't be a fan like the way I am because of where I came from. If I just got into boxing right now, I would probably be a fair. I would probably be a casual boxing fan. You, you know, what you I mean? know what? I'm probably the same like thing because it's 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 again not not for us to sound like old heads or whatever, but yeah. it, just, it goes back to the point where it, like, I always draw the correlation where like imagine. Is it like you, you know, like for for the NBA fans today that love boxing, right? Like just just imagine this. Imagine the well, I'll take my Miami Heat. Okay, the Miami yeah. Heat would only play the Memphis Grizzlies, <laughs> the New York Knicks, the old, the old Memphis Grizzlies. I know, I can hear the old ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like you, you play like I got four you now. Go ahead. If you play four pockets of teams right. and you and you herald yourself like yeah and, and the heat walk around and they herald themselves as the, the 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 number one team in the world without having gone through the gauntlet and not to say every fighter goes goes through a gauntlet but there is thresholds that all fighters right. go through to really that at the end of the day Always, 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 always is the measurement of how you are of a fighter, how good of a fighter. No, listen, listen, to cement what you just said, so John Chaney, right, they used to coach the Temple Owls. Yes. College icon, right? Everybody know who John Chaney is. Yes. John Chaney, he didn't pick this schedule. He he didn't have to play Duke and, you know, all these powerhouses. He picked those players. I mean, those teams. College coaches can pick what conference they want to play. He picked the toughest conferences in college basketball. You know what I'm saying? That's why he was revered as a coach. He could have easily picked 
mom and pop and won a bunch of games and, you know, made it to the tournament and on an easy go. But he said, no, I'm not. They're not going to get better that way. Some of these kids got NBA as dreams and aspirations. I'm hurting them if I don't have them play against the best. Like you said, it's the same way in Boston, but it's the only sport where people will come on your page and say, he don't need to fight this guy. They because you see what it is, is it's rhetoric that's being put out there. Right. That's what it is. No different from politics. I'm going to put some rhetoric out there so the fans will be like, oh, well, he ain't got to fight nobody. They can, you know, and, and listen, when Floyd was a fighter, he did this a lot. Oh, they got such and such. He got such, you know, Floyd Lyon used to be. He got such and such problems before he got to see me. Yeah. But Floyd was accomplished. That's the point y'all missing. Listen, Javante, part of my French, ain't accomplished shit as a fighter yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he's a, a good fighter. He's not a great fighter yet. You know what I'm saying? He's, he hasn't done enough to be great. He's extremely talented. Extremely talented. Has the potential to be a really great fighter. But if you don't fight nobody, iron sharpens iron. Of no, nobody's going to remember you 20 years from, 20 years ago. You remember the Biggie line, right? Roberto, yeah. remember he used to push the champagne range. I remember. He's like, what's his name? Dark Skin Jermaine. See what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody's going to remember you. Yeah. It's just how it goes. Like, but, and listen, this is what y'all want to do. Cool. Just don't tell me otherwise. And this goes for all fighters, whoever. You know what I mean? No, you're absolutely right, man. You hit everything on the head. And, the and, 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 the, and, and, the whole, and the whole thing about it is, is that we the reason we say these things is because like to what you said earlier we have a frame of reference okay like there's a reason why we hold sweet pea up here there's a reason even we hold Hector yeah. Camacho up here there's a reason why we yeah. hold the young Oscar yeah. here and all these people because they fought the guys and they stacked up world titles and there was legitimacy okay and the problem with today is that whether it's the media and even the promoters try to tout this per this particular fighter is a world champion again we talk we talk about the belts and, and things and such but it's they create this this convoluted like picture for you to what tank is a good example where they literally list him as a three division world champion when in actuality He's only won one world title at 130 pounds, the WBA belt. That is it. Like, that is it. So, the pro, the, and again, it, like, whether it's us or other, you know, publications, man, that we have to, like, call, call it what it is. But then, obviously, you know, we get painted as haters, and we don't hate Javante Davis, man. Like, we never have. It's just a lot of times, man, you got to take a step back and just look at the big picture and see things for what they are. Because people point fingers at, oh, well, he's not a real world champion because he didn't do this. But it's just like, you, you can't, and like, you can't complain about the belt situation, but then your fighter is like one of, one of the people that you're making the culprits of that, you know? It is what it is, man. Like, we, we just, particularly for Javante Davis, we don't want him to get in the ring with these guys in, for, in the idea that he's going to lose. We want to see him in the ring because, at least for me, I think he can win these fights. But, like, how are you ever going to know? How are you ever going to know? 
at least with what we're being given today. And and look, like what Train said earlier, man, we all love Floyd as a fighter. But the, the fascinating part about all of this, right, is he left top rank because he couldn't get the fights he wanted while he was there. Everybody knows he turned down this, that, but whatever. Like at the end of the day, he he financially he made the better decision, and he went and ended up getting bigger fights. The irony here is now he's the promoter and he's doing the same thing to Javante Davis. The only difference with Javante is that I don't know if he is going to take the initiative to do the same thing again. It's it's kind of a different parallel because of the Al Heyman factor. But look, I'm going to say this, man, and I think Train would agree with me. The only person that is going to get hurt in this situation is Tank. Because trust me when I tell you, man, if you guys really believe that the being a world champion in today's world has no notoriety, like, y'all are crazy. Look at all the undisputed champions that have been crowned. You think you think Jermel is going to now relinquish all his belts? You know what I'm saying? I understand Floyd's point, but but the funny part is he had all he had a bunch of belts too. Not fully undisputed, but what do you think he used to go to the ring with all the WBC belts for? You think he did that just like for shits and giggles? So I, the thing about it is, man, we just collectively, and this is like the same old story. We need to see the best fight the best, okay? And shout to Devin Haney, who I'll just speak for myself. I've been I was critical of, but he took the initiative and said, "You know what? I'm going to sign this deal with Top Rank, get this fight, this fight." And look, man, he ain't fighting this dude again. If y'all, you really think he's fighting uh, um, uh, Cambosis again? He's done with, man. But but look at what he did, man. He went over there. And he did kind of in a sense what Errol Spence did. He took the belt, and now he could kind of call the shots. You know? And, and so ultimately, he he bet on himself. Can Is Gervonta in any position ready to do that? I don't know, man. Like, I really, really, really don't know. I hope we see him in some big fights. And with Ryan Garcia, after this, it, it what's crazy is they would both be available, you know? I get, and I listen, I understand if they said the fight's not good right now because there's no world titles attached. You see the irony here? But look, I I, I think it's time these, particularly Tank. Ryan Garcia, yeah, but really Tank, man. We got to see him in like a really good fight this year. That, that will have us like scratching our heads like, ooh, this is interesting. But what are the chances, right? Thank God, uh, Tank bowed out for the night. So that's pretty much it, man. We're gonna, we'll be back. We're on the gram. We're on Facebook. We appreciate, you know, all the follows and everything, man. It's just, you know, again, it gets a little hard sometimes trying to, you know, get trying to get the get the shows going and everything. But you know, shout to everybody that's been hitting us up. We'll we'll, we'll be back. We'll be doing more. So, uh, but that's pretty much it, man. Let us know what you think about this weekend's fight. When and if. We get notification of Crawford Spence if this thing finally gets officially signed and, and, and everything's a go. We'll be doing a live show about that. All of us have already talked about like trying to like even get an Airbnb and have the whole fam and everything and watch because this this is like an event kind of fight, meaning Crawford Spence whenever it's signed. But 
still love. We got still Canelo Triple G three. We you know we're gonna talk about two, <laughs> but that's pretty much it, man. Enjoy y'all's night. Again, appreciate all the follows, likes, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Uh, at Guard Your Girl Boxing on Instagram. Follow me at Roberto underscore Flat, Roberto Flat TV, the whole nine. So, till next time, we out.